Welcome to another episode of the Flow Road Podcast. This is Edgar Otra Vez. And today my co-host will be not my cousin Dan, and we will be talking about shit that scares us. We kind of go all over the place, but whatever. Now, if you like the show, make sure you head on over to theflowroadpodcast.com where you can find more episodes of the show, along with a store where you can buy duvet covers and cups and t-shirts and other stuff that has our logo on it. Also, if you want to give us a shout, you can find us on Instagram as The Flow Roll. It's funny, uh, as I was doing this podcast, I realized how big a chicken I am, which is probably why I, I delved into martial arts to begin with, because I'm just afraid of everything, you know? But um, anyway, I hope you enjoy the episode. Now on with the show. sure you include that was that and make sure you include all that fucking around with the mic oh yeah i always people want to hear that people yeah. want to hear that you know i i think well are you being facetious or are you being for real yeah don't include that because <laughs> i always include a little bit of this nonsense that we, we yeah, start with. right yeah right but no i don't think people i don't think you need to include us troubleshooting your microphone. <laughs> that would be that would be one step too far yeah well <laughs> anyway uh, <laughs> so welcome to another episode of the floral podcast <laughs> and today on the show i have my co-host my wingman not my cousin dan there it is there it is and today on the show we're going to be doing shit that scares us uh, <laughs> i'm not sure if that's the title that i'm going to keep but for right now that's what we're going with <laughs> that's what we're talking about that's there what you we're go. talking about yeah so right. um uh you had some funny shit that you were going back and forth with <laughs> Did I? Yes, dude. Did I? Yeah. Well, you start us off. Okay. You start it off. I'll warm us up, and then you can you can hit the home runs, because uh, the shit that you were passing off was fucking hilarious. But okay, so um, the shit that used to scare me was I I used to be afraid of uh, being bit by dogs. Okay. There was a lot. I was of- afraid of dogs too. I was afraid of dogs when I because I got bit yeah. when I was a little kid. I got bit by a big dog and uh i yeah i was i was scared of dogs yeah for a pretty good amount of time yeah yeah i i actually uh was kind of petrified of them for a while because i got bit in the chest by a doberman yeah yeah i got bit by a doberman too that's the dog that bit me fucking dogs but um yeah i'm not i'm not a (laughs) i'm not a fan of dogs uh yeah see now you just alienated all the people, the that twelve like people who listen to us, <laughs> the twelve because because Americans don't trust people who don't like dogs. Yeah, I heard. You know, I, I at one point I had uh, was I was seeing this uh, young lady back when I was in college, and she she said that uh, since I was afraid of pets, that I had a uh, some kind of uh, dishonest what complex thing that I was afraid that the pet <laughs> would see through me and then know somehow that I was like like hiding something and i'm like what <laughs> and that's when that relationship ended oh no it, it ended for other reasons mostly because <laughs> mostly because i was an asshole but <laughs> well you know that that'll happen that'll happen yeah 
But uh, but apparently you were dishonest, you know. Well, no, you're just a dishonest person. Well, I see. That's the thing. I, I, I don't, I don't think that's true because I was always kind of like <laughs> the person that told people stuff. And, and yeah, anything, well, I mean, you can't trust a, you know, college sophomore psychoanalyst Monday morning quarterback. What do they know? You know, <laughs> you take like three hours of intro to psych. You know, like psych one on one, and oh, oh, she's gonna psychoanalyze you. Good for you. Good for oh, you. Oh, that's funny too, because like uh, I, I did take a psychology class at one point, and the teacher made it a point to say, like, like every now and then, to she would tell the class, "Don't go around psychoanalyzing people. Don't take what you read in this book <laughs> and apply it to people and tell them that that's that's what's wrong with them." They won't like that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and yeah, they won't like that. And, you know, not not necessarily a constructive thing to do. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, it was it was also, I believe it was a criminal psychology class. Oh, geez. So we were studying like psychopaths and shit like that. And, and she was like, yeah, don't go around telling people they're psychopaths. They won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good tip. It's one of one of the better tips you've received in life. Probably. I think so. Right yeah. there, just for that, college was worth it. <laughs> just for that. Hey, yeah. don't, don't go around telling people that they're psychos. They're, people, people don't like that sort of thing. Yeah, especially the psychos. Right there. The piece of paper was worth it. <laughs> Money well spent. Yay, art school. <laughs> <laughs> so dogs. Yeah, when I, I was afraid of all sorts of shit when I was a kid. But that's because... Now, I don't know if these are like Polish things <laughs> or if these are just like my mom and my grandma, like being creative on the spot and telling me weird shit, you know? Yeah. Like to get me to behave. I don't know. I don't know. But like I, I was a, 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 fear, fear and shame. Like that's, that's, those were the controls on, on little Danny. <laughs> fear and shame and so so like my grandmother would tell me shit like you know don't play with matches or you're gonna pee in bed and it's like I, again i don't i don't know if that's a polish thing if that's some <laughs> weird polish superstition or if that's just something my grandma made up in the spot because you know i was playing with matches and she didn't want me playing with matches but like i was terrified like I wouldn't touch matches because I didn't want to pee in bed. You know? I was terrified. <laughs> They're like, bring me that box of matches. We gotta light the grill. No, 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 uh, no. No, somebody else bed. can bring you the matches. This is like, well, bring them here. You're like, well, fine, but you're gonna be the one cleaning up the pee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in about eight hours, it's gonna be nothing but pee. Yeah, and I'm gonna I, be pee. You know? Like through the mattress. Yep. Like you, it's, yeah. You don't, want, been, you don't want that. And I've been drinking soda all day long. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mom had something similar too. She told me that if I cut my nails on Sunday, that I would suffer a huge embarrassment during the week. That so, is the weirdest thing. What? I what? don't. I think it's like what you were saying. I think she just didn't want to look for nail clippers because I confronted her. <laughs> <laughs> I, took, I, I confronted her about it. Hey, Ma, can I clip my fingernails? Uh, 
No, you you know, uh, you don't do that on Sunday. No, because then you know. Wait, why? Why? Why can't bad shit will happen to you? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) bad shit will happen to you if you clip your fingernails on Sunday. No, and then she just never thought about it again. She never thought about it again. I for the longest time never cut my nails on Sunday, and when I did. (laughs) I would freak out about it and wait the whole fucking week waiting for something horrible to happen in class, like <laughs> fifth grade, sixth grade class, worried that the teacher would like, <laughs> like call on me and I wouldn't have the answer or something stupid would happen or nothing, nothing ever happened. And I, and I would be like, oh, I made it through this week without suffering the, the curse of the nail clipper, you know? <laughs> repeat it for it was a what was the curse what was the problem what would happen something horribly embarrassing would happen to you like super embarrassing like i don't know i can't imagine like shedding yourself in class i have no (laughs) idea what do you mean you have no idea i guarantee you i know why your mother told you that specifically you know even if it was because she just didn't want to look for the clippers she told you that because she knew then no matter what, whether you clipped your nails or not, you were going to do something horribly embarrassing because you're you. <laughs> well, you're a little kid, right? Like mm-hmm. you always mm-hmm. do something embarrassing, right? I mean, your very existence is about being embarrassed, which is kind of yeah, right, yeah, you, you know, which is sucky for 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 kids nowadays because everything oh, gets recorded. You know, when you're when you're a kid and you're raised Catholic, mm. and on top of that, for me, you're raised Polish. <laughs> I mean, your your whole life revolves around humiliation, like ritual <laughs> humiliation. That's that's what everything is. I like how you think that the Polish thing is a magnifier to just normal life. Like you just like, okay, so you're gonna get humiliated times ten because you're Polish. You know, like <laughs> it's like raised to no, the no, second no, power. No, no, that's not really what I mean. I don't mean there's more humiliation if you're Polish. That's not what I mean. Although it's probably true. Uh, what I mean is <laughs> you're more in tune to the humiliation. You've okay. accepted it. You've accepted it as an integral part of your lifestyle <laughs> is, is what I think I'm trying to get at. <laughs> so it's, it's part it, of the lifestyle? Shame and guilt and humiliation. Mm. Shame it's, it's shame just and, how it works. Shame and guilt is huge with the... Uh, with the uh, Mexican community and Latin community in general, like they, they shame you hard. They, (laughs) they really go after you. So like the shaming and the, and the, and the possible humiliation part of this makes sense. It's very Catholic. Right. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. um, But like, like for, it's funny because I confronted my mother about this. I asked her, I asked her. What's the deal with the clippers, mom? And she's like, what, what are you talking about? What, what clippers? I'm like, the, the clippers you made me, you know, you said that on Sunday, you know, she's like, oh, I don't remember that. I'm like, what? <laughs> I told you she never thought about it again. Never thought Ever. about it again. She never probably even crossed her mind. <laughs> she probably didn't want to look for clippers. That's probably what happened. Probably all it was. Yeah. She didn't want to look for clippers. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's yeah. parenting. Yes. It's awesome. Yeah, laziness equals a horrendous shame for the kid. You know, it's just <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> life altering, trajectory altering beliefs. Right. Yes. Things, minor things that have shaped your entire gestalt. <sighs> were were probably little things that fell out of your mom's head. <laughs> you know? 
probably that were convenient in the moment. And but, and, and and I had this question. I posed this question to her, not when I was like eighteen, twenty, twenty-five. I had this conversation with her like two years ago. <laughs> you waited too long. I waited. I, like I, I lived my whole life. <laughs> You lived your whole life in fear of clipping your nails on Sunday. Yes. Well, I mean, the last few years, like, I was like, you know, I stopped doing it. I was like, this is silly. I don't believe in superstition. I'm going to cut them on Sunday. Because it always seemed like Sunday was the best day to do something like that. It was like yeah, the, the, right. the, the, the su Sunday is your maintenance day. Yeah. You know, you clean the house, you, you mow the lawn, you scoop out the gutters, clip the fingernails. Yes. Brush your teeth once. There you week, go. Brush you know? your teeth. Yes. <laughs> File your toenails down so the claws don't scratch the the bed. Yeah. You know all that good. You stuff. know you maintain. Yes. So it it's just like the it's just like she just forgot about it. And so like all I can think about as to why she wouldn't is is she wouldn't because she me. just didn't want to look for the clippers. She, just wanna, she was probably watching TV. I was like, five, I'm like, I was like five or six, dude. I was little. And Mama's so, watching her stories. Don't, you, you can't clip them on a Sunday. You can't do it. You know, why? Because <laughs> something, something embarrassing will happen to you. Now leave Mama alone. She's watching her story. It's probably just like that. She probably didn't even think about it. <laughs> She's like, yeah, 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 just go away. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So you were afraid of clipping your nails on Sundays. Okay. Yeah. So here's the other thing. <laughs> right. I was, for most of my childhood, like into my early teens, <laughs> constantly afraid that my dick was going to fall off. <laughs> Not because I, you know, used it that much, you know, <laughs> but because from a time where I was probably too young for it to make any sense, my mom would tell me, you know, oh, you don't, <laughs> don't, don't play with it. You know, <laughs> it'll fall off. You know, <laughs> and it's not, and it was, it's weird because it's not like I was constantly playing with it or anything. You know what I mean? It wasn't like some, some little perv, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know like why she would make that big, that deal out of it. But I mean, it was for a while. It was like everything. Don't do that. Or your, your little peeper is going to fall off. <laughs> And I'm going to have to raise you as a little girl, you know? <laughs> Is that what she said? Yes. <laughs> yes. I would have to raise you as a little girl. That's what she said? Yes. <laughs> That's so fucked up. That's so fucked up. It's, it is fucked up. <laughs> it's really fucked up. And I feel bad because, like, I love my mother. She's a wonderful, wonderful lady. Yeah. You know? But then I remember stuff like this, and it's like, what the fuck was going on? <laughs> what the hell was that? What is up with that? Uh, I, like, I would have nightmares. I would have nightmares where I'd be, like, going to the bathroom, and it would just fall off. 
Like, <laughs> you go to the toilet and it just falls into the toilet. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. You're like, what? What? What is that? That that looks familiar. <gasps> oh, dude, that would be horrible. That's like a wake up in a cold sweat kind of nightmare, man. Yes, it is. Fuck. Yes, yes it is. I wonder what you were doing that she made you that she made she had to make that comment. Maybe I was a little perv and I don't remember it, but I don't think I was, you know. Well, like, here's here's the thing too, like um like in terms of like growing up and as a kid and just kind of discovering your own body. I'm talking about just normal non-pervy stuff, just being a kid and growing up, being a little man, right? Like 5, 3, even at 2 years old. They find that shit, right? They find that they grab and they want to touch it, right? And it's not because they're they're being perverted. No, know? it's because hey, I have a body. You exactly, know? exactly. There's oh, look at this. This thing's got a ball. Oh, and it's got a stick. And you know, like, <laughs> what, what happens if I do this? You know, it's just like experimentation, right? It's nothing. It's it's like just them trying to be aware of themselves. And maybe you were doing that. And maybe you know, little, I, little, knows? maybe, but little, I, I know, like, I was so little that I remember it just immediately being like, oh, no. <laughs> well, it, it, if you were probably very little, I bet you were like three years old. I bet you were like three years old and you were like grabbing your junk, not paying attention to what you're doing because you're three, you know, and then, you know, you're, you're. Your old school grandma is like, don't touch it. It's going to fall off. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's, that's, that's some, that's some old school other country bullshit. You know, like that's the shit that you hear from people from like the motherlands, you know, like, well, my, my people are from the motherland, right? Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I mean, like like my mom, you know, my mom comes up with shit like that too. You know, it's just like, but, um, just but, like nightmarish stuff, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Trying to think of some of the other stuff that, like, uh, my mom <laughs> making her out to sound so awful. <laughs> not. She's a sweet, sweet lady. No, my She's mom's a wonderful, such- wonderful lady. <laughs> but like, she used to tell me like, <laughs> like, like that she's gonna have to give me an enema or something. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck is an enema, mom? <laughs> What the fuck is that? I didn't know what it was. And why are you threatening me with it? But I was terrified of the word for enema. years before I knew what it meant. You know, uh, you see what, what the part problem- of me wonders if my mom just had like a wee- really weird sense of humor, uh-huh. you know, but like, I, well, <laughs> I don't not, know, man, not to make generalizations, but I always get the impression that um, Eastern European people have a very dry sense of humor yeah you know so like they're saying shit that's hilarious but they're they're joking you know right. and, it, and, it, and it's just it, that i think that's just the way eastern european people are so maybe she was joking the whole fucking time might be and might and be. you being a a little man you know couldn't pick up on that you know because it's very <laughs> subtle it's very it's it, it's you know it's it, they say that the the intelligent right are are good at doing that right and doing the dry sense of humor telling you a joke and that, that yeah <laughs> you know you know like but i don't know man that's uh I, I, <laughs> weird shit isn't it's, it? it's, it's too weird. weird it's too weird for it to be something she actually thought 
or who knows i don't know man i don't know man i don't know i don't know because okay well here here's here's one for you not nearly as traumatizing because uh, i think i think you just you won the game, man. I won, I won the. <laughs> you, you I won, won the, the trauma. Now we now we understand a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> those weirdo. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, you know, like we're not trying to one up each other, but if we were, you won. <laughs> you, know, you you won the one upping. You know, but uh, <laughs> but I do have stories where where uh, my mom believed the stuff. Right. Oh, I have a couple of them now. Okay. Just another one came into my head, but uh, I, I I might have an idea as to why one, but I can't figure out the other. But the first one that I can't figure out is she told me that if I have milk and watermelon, <laughs> yeah, that, that I that I poison myself, that it's poison, <laughs> that I can't have it like one right after the other. Because otherwise, it'll cause it'll it'll become poison in my stomach, and I will die. <laughs> okay, number one. Just to be fair, who the hell drinks milk with watermelon? Who does that? No, who not, does that? Not anyone. Not I, I tell you right now. I actually were you trying to do it? No, it just came out of nowhere. It just was out of nowhere. Like I, I think like you even, weren't having milk or watermelon. Little little Edgar's sitting there having an Oscar Mayer hot dog, and your mom strolls <laughs> by, and she's like, "Now don't drink milk with watermelon." I want to say almost yes, but no. <laughs> I think I want to say that there was a reason for it, although there was a lot of times there wasn't reason for shit, but. <laughs> I, I want to say that I, I was going to drink milk and she told me no because I had watermelon. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because it's poisonous. You'll die. And then she would always end with like, pendejo, cabron, stupid, whatever. You know? Like I'm supposed your mom, to know. Your mom's calling you pendejo. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best mom. That is the best mom. She would, she would call me all kinds of shit. But anyway, like. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this pendejo. He's yeah. drinking milk with water. <laughs> no, but she wouldn't. No. It wasn't like that. It was like she was like, you know, don't do that because of this, cabron. You know? <laughs> or uh, stop doing that. You know, or you're gonna get this, oh, cabron. Man. You know, it was always you, cabron. cabron, pendejo, pendejo was. It, she did it, but it was. It's very. It's a very strong word. She would probably save it for when I really fucked up, oh, right? Man, but, that's amazing. Because that's know, like, you never hear that. You know, like you never hear parents parents talking to their kids like, "Go clean your room, you little bastard." You know, like, <laughs> oh, it's dude. awesome. Oh, dude, it's funny and. It's like uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lean into my mom. I'm not gonna you know, <laughs> cabron. I, I'm just call you cabron. Let's just say <laughs> let's just say um, my life my life was very colorful. <laughs> but um, oh my but, god! But yeah, she, you're gonna have to edit down all the laughing. I was probably spiking the microphone left and right. We'll see, we'll see. But um, so anyway, but like I don't. Uh, 
but I, I can't remember why. And I'm pretty sure it was that. I was like, I was going to have milk. And she told me, no, you're going to kill yourself. You know? <laughs> no. Yeah. It's like... It's like napalm. Don't do it. Don't do it. You'll explode. (laughs) No, and she couldn't. Yeah. So it was just so like, there was tons of weird shit like that. There was another one. And here's the other one that I wanted to tell you. Uh, I wasn't allowed to shower. This one kind of almost made sense though. You are not allowed to shower during a, a, a storm or any kind of rain. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Because you'll get electrocuted. Because if lightning strikes, it'll go yeah. through the plumbing and electrocute you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's that's was the that was one of those. And I'm like, really? And I've I've showered plenty. Like, there was one point in my life where I got to like I had a list of this kind of shit, and I said, I'm just gonna fucking debunk every single one of these because this all shit, all this crazy shit can't be true. And I made myself a watermelon milkshake, and I took a shower in the thunderstorm, and, none, <laughs> and I'm I'm still fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> Although man, that would have been awesome if you yeah. if you did the little the watermelon milkshake and you just friggin' exploded. <laughs> just, just an Edgar bomb. Boom. Yeah. You'd be like, oh no, she was right. Boom. <laughs> just splatter gore. Awesome. Yeah, well awesome. you see, how easy would that be like if you were like a, a evil person, you're like a psychopath? Like oh yeah. You could just you know, make these watermelon cocktails and, and just give it, them to people. And, yeah. And they, you'd be killing people left and right. Just left and right. I mean, it's just mass casualties. Yeah. Just, uh, he discovered the secret. <laughs> watermelon in the milk. Yes. And the world will never be the same. <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying to think of more more weird shit. The, I, those are the big ones. Yeah. Like the, the, the weird shit that I got from my grandma and my mom. Uh, but there, there, okay. So there's this like Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale, the little match girl. Are you familiar with this? I am kind of sort of. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I know she kind of like passes or something. So oh. the story, the, the original story is this is, this is the original story was you've got this little girl and she her family is very poor her dad lost his job at at the factory or something and so he sends the little girl out on the street to sell matches for money right and at some point the little girl like loses her shoes uh something weird happens and she loses her shoes and she's afraid to go home because her father will beat her because she lost her shoes. Oh Jesus! It's a, it's it's not a it's a dark story, and so like she she sidles up in an alley, and she takes she's got like one book of matches left, and she starts lighting each match one at a time and letting them burn down to her fingertips so that she can get like all the warmth out of each match, and every time she lights a match, she has a memory, uh, some happy memory, you know. Mm. And then she gets to the last match and she lights the last match and she sees her grandfather, who was her like favorite person, come down from heaven to take her away to happiness. And she dies. Jesus Christ. Right. She dies, but she gets to go to heaven with her grandfather and finally be happy, 
you know, now this is, this is the story. And my, my grandmother loved this story. And she would tell this story to me like every night that I was there. She would, that was my bedtime story until I was like 12 years old. Uh, Until I was 20. (laughs) And so she would tell me the story, but her version of it, because there's a little bit of a different Polish sensibility to it. Uh Uh-huh is the story just ends and she dies, right? Like there's no, and she went up to heaven with her grandfather. It was just, no, the the happy ending to the story is the girl gets the sweet release of the grave, right? And I would have nightmares about the little match girl. This little dead girl, like with nightmares about it. Christ, man. And my grandmother just loved this story. She'd be telling it and she'd have like tears in her eyes. And and then she died. And that's the end of the story. Right. And <laughs> and like it's supposed to be a happy, happy bedtime story, you know? Yeah. But I mean, I guess this is this is the the worldview. I when I try to think about it, this is the worldview of somebody who grew up in Poland lived through world war two survived had family slaughtered Uh, and then survived and came to the united states and literally started over with nothing and like this is the kind of worldview that somebody has who's lived through all that right where I, i i don't know how i don't know what else to make of it i really don't but anyway jesus christ man that's some dark shit. <laughs> That's a- yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe certain things about how and who I am are, are make a little bit more sense. I don't know. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's the same for me as well with the with the with the cabron and stuff. <laughs> I gotta add. So, like, when your mom would call you cabron uh-huh. or pendejo, did it make you feel bad? Did were, were you like, oh, oh, like it hit you real hard? No, uh, but- it didn't even phase me. Uh, okay. it, it was just all language right. it was just language she used okay all right i mean she could have called me son she could call me mijo it wouldn't have made a difference because like there were a handful of times a handful of times mm-hmm. when i really did something awful mm-hmm. you know like not many times like, i can count on one hand or less where my dad was like you little bastard you know or like, like <laughs> lost his temper and, and like like threw some language at me and it was like a knife through the heart. Like, Oh, I really did it this time. You know, they were, there were things that she said that would do that, but those words were not it. That shit was just like, dude to me. Do you, do you call your kids cover home? Nah. (laughs) I I mean, I just, I, because we don't really speak Spanish in in the house. Mm. I mean, we do, but not really, you know. Yeah, so I, yeah. I don't I you know, if I said that to them, it would be they wouldn't even understand. But yeah. like but the language that my mom used, <clears throat> it was language she used all the time. So right. it 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 lost its influence, right? Yeah, it didn't have much power. No. No. If she called me it, it could have had other she could have used other words like I think maybe if she called me an idiota, an idiota would be probably pretty strong for me as a kid mm-hmm. um that would probably that would probably hurt my feelings um because you know it's just it's just idiot but you know she never used that she never called yeah. me that you know yeah but i was decent uh, uh can't pronounce words right now but i can't you know like i wasn't i, w- I didn't feel any of that stuff that she she threw at me it, it's uh yeah 
it's interesting to think about it now that I think about it back then. I know it sounds horrible. Right. Yeah. No, all these things, we're talking about things yeah. that make our parents sound like ghoulish, you know? Yeah. But they were good parents. You know what I mean? Uh, no, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was a good. Oh. <laughs> You're, nah, mom, I mean, I I don't know the last time that I laughed this much when we were doing one of these podcasts. Well, it's just my, you know, again, I don't want to rag on my mom. My my mom has a lot of faults, and uh, <laughs> okay, and uh, and uh, you know, she is who she is. It's uh, I we we're actually we don't actually have the best of relationships either. Me and my mom. But um, uh, it, it's just uh, uh <laughs> it's just <geez. laughs> things got heavy there. Yeah. We went, we went heavy. We went from Dan cackling to now things are heavy. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just my mom. It's just uh, she's got problems. She's <laughs> she is who she is. But anyway, um, and and it, unfortunately, it's made me who I am. <laughs> but. But yeah, no, but like the language and stuff that she used, I'm sure other people would have listened to that and been like, look at that woman. Like, what a horrible mom, right? Mm -hmm. To me, it was just like not a big fucking deal. It was just right, like, yeah. You know, but also like I was a little bit of a street kid too, you know, like so like I would go hang out in the, on the street with the kids and stuff with the other kids and play ball on the sidewalk or on the, in the middle of the street. We play softball. We play basketball in the alley. I'd hang out all, all fucking night until like 10 o'clock, you know, on a school night, you know. And, uh, you know, it, it was good times, man. But like that, me, little Edgar running around, you know, seven, eight years old was cussing up a storm with the rest of them, you know? Yeah. And it, yeah. we're all like, you know, street kids, you know? And, 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 you know, we, you know, they're like, like some of the best friends I had started when I, when, when we had a fight with them, like, you know, I, yeah. had, I had a fight with these kids and they ended up being like my my closest friends on the block, you know, and I would hang out with them all the time. So, but it's just like, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I know it sounds bad the way I'm talking about it and the way, and it, now that I'm looking at it, it does kind of <laughs> like, I would never do this to my kids. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it, there was also like, it was a very, very different time. Yeah. It, t there's something to be said for that because like, there are things that I never would have done with the boy, you know, yeah. that, you know, my parents did with me that I don't necessarily think are like evil or wrong or bad. Just like I wouldn't do that, you know? Yeah. It's the things have changed and perspectives on parenting are different now, you know? Yeah. And they'll probably continue to change. Right. So like, yeah. like when our kids are old enough to have their own kids, they're going to look at our barbaric ways. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. And be like, my dad yeah. used to do this to me. You believe this shit? You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> but, um, but, uh, so going back to the things that, that kind of spooked us out, there was this, I'm sure you've heard of this, but, uh, when I was a kid, there was this thing called El Cucuy. <laughs> the boogeyman. And, and the boogeyman. And, um, I knew who La Llorona was when I was little, but I never mm. really kind of like that. Never really, we, we never used that on each other because as kids, you'd be running around on the street and you'd be like, El Cucuy, El Cucuy. You never said, Oh, La Llorona. No, you always said, El Cucuy, ahí viene El Cucuy, here comes El Cucuy. And so um, 
but we, we never used La Llorona. La Llorona is almost a little more popular nowadays than it was back when I was a kid. But um, but you know what La Llorona looks like. It's a woman. Mm-hmm. You know, she's usually dressed in a white dress, et cetera, et cetera, right? Uh, El Cucuy, I have no idea what that fucking thing looks like. <laughs> like, there's never been a description. We don't know if it's a dude, a girl, or what. You know, like, I'm assuming it's a guy. You know, because I think the name is masculine, but yeah, but I don't, I don't, there's never been any kind of, at least to my knowledge, I'm sure there is somewhere, especially not with the internet, but I don't know if anyone ever described El Cucuy to me. I just know that that motherfucker was always there when the kids yelled El Cucuy, you know, (laughs) they point at a dark tree or a dark corner or something on the street and we'd fucking run the other way. And um, and at night, well, so what were you afraid El Cucuy was going to do to you? I just know that it was a monster and yeah. that it was scary. And, and that's all I needed. But I didn't know what it looked like. All I knew was the name. The name was enough. Yeah, it, it didn't even I, I didn't even have a picture in my mind as a kid what that thing was like. All I know is it was darkness and he was scary and he was going to take me away. But I didn't know like. Uh, what he looked like or what he was going to do with me or if he was going to kill me. I had none of that because I was actually, I guess, pretty little to even have those thoughts, you know? It was enough that there was a black corner and that black corner was called El Cucuy, right? Like, yeah, (laughs) you know? But, like, there's that. And, like, I would go to sleep at night and I'd be sitting in the bed and the worst thing that could be uh, happening in the room is there could be a, a closet door open and that's that in my head, I was like, El Cucuy is in there. He, yeah. he is in there and he is looking at me and he is, he's going to grab me, you know? And, and then that's all I did all night. Like I would just sit there until I fucking scared myself to sleep, you know? But, but yeah, like that's the thought I would have. Like if fucking, yeah. fucking Cucuy is right there. Or he's the coming other, for you. He's waiting. He's exactly, just waiting. Exactly. And then the other thought I had was um, El Cucuy. If he wasn't in the closet, he was under my bed. Okay, sure. And, and you know, which is very kind of common, right? For yeah, boogeymen. Yeah. But like the last thing I wanted to do is um, get up out, off the bed in the middle of the night. Like I once the lights right. were off. Yeah, you were you were in. I yeah. was in. I don't think I ever had that. I I don't ever remember having them afraid of the monsters under the bed or there's a monster in the closet. I mean, I'm sure I did because kind of all kids do that, but mm-hmm. I just don't remember ever, ever having that. No, I know. So like my cousins told me about the boogeyman once when I was little and they were clearly trying to scare me. And I remember actually like, like that night, like trying to hunt the boogeyman, trying to be like, I need to find this guy, you know? I want to find out what this boogeyman is all about. Were you serious? You're going to go like Ghostbusters boogeyman? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to fight the boogeyman? No, I didn't want to fight him. I wanted to find him. Oh, yeah. I wanted wanted to be like, like, what's this all about? You know? Oh, interesting. And I never found the boogeyman. So I didn't like, I I never really had the afraid, afraid of the dark thing. You know? That's interesting, dude. That, that is ballsy. How old were you? I don't know, probably five. 
That is fucking ballsy, bro. I was the biggest fucking chicken when I was five, dude. Fuck that. I wasn't going to go. Well, for the part cookie. of it, too, was I was like, boogeyman. How scary can a guy named boogeyman be? He you sounds know? like a wuss. He sound, yeah, that's nothing, you know? I got this little match girl chasing me, but I don't care about the boogeyman. I like, it's just like, <laughs> I, I imagine in my head, uh, little macho Dan, boogeyman. What do you got him? <laughs> boogeyman. Like, I was boogeyman. not a macho kid at all. I was not. I, I, yeah, I was. That was. I was. I was a little wussy boy, but like I, I wasn't afraid of the boogeyman. I wanted to find the boogeyman. That's crazy. You know? but, um, so um, I have, I have a couple of um, funny stories, but uh, I think I told this one. Um, I think I have told this one on the podcast before. So, um, and this is kind of not my story, but it, it was, it's like, a, it, it's funny because just to kind of give you a perspective of what the town was like, where my mother was from, this town that my mom's from, it's very country, very rural, right? Um, and so, uh, like I said, they didn't have plumbing until the year I went and they didn't have any other things. Like, I guess there was one phone in town and it was the phone at the store in town, which happened to be owned by my grandfather, mm -hmm. but, but that was the one phone in town. So if anybody made a phone call, it was from that phone. If anybody received a phone phone call, it was from that one phone. So, um, so that's just to give you an idea of like what they had available, the kind of resources and the technology mm -hmm. they had to um, available to them. So um, there was this witch lady in town that everybody was afraid of. And she had grown old and gotten very weird. And um, to, it, unfortunately, I, th I think from the description that I was getting that maybe she probably had some kind of dementia okay which is why they thought that she was nuts but you know these people they they don't know they don't have a idea right yeah right? i mean i wouldn't even know and 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 i know about dementia like i don't know if i could detect it right so like um they just thought she was a crazy person so uh whatever her mental issues were she was uh she was she caused a lot of fear in town and they labeled her a witch. And so when she passed, she eventually got very old and she passed away. Right. Mm -hmm. So they went and uh, it was funny because everybody was afraid of her and hated her, I guess. But everybody in town still went to the wake. Right. So out of fear and guilt. <laughs> well, they're Catholic. Right. So, yeah. Right. Fear so, and guilt. Fear and guilt. You know, like, I better go. I don't want God to like strike me down. Right. But, yeah. So they, you know, everybody goes to the to the wake, and you know the the woman is laying in in the coffin, open coffin, because she just passed away in her sleep. And so everybody everybody in town is there. You know, it's not a big town. Everybody's there because uh, it's the thing to do on that day, especially in a small town with nothing going on and no internet, right? Mm -hmm. So they're hanging out, and my mom is just you know everybody's just facing forward, you know, and there's some socializing, there's some crying. And then at one point, she just straight up sits up, 
What? She just sits up. And then everybody freaked the fuck out and ran out of that building. Like everybody was in the, in town was in that building. And then immediately right after she sat up, they everybody in that town was not in that building except for, you know, the dead lady. And and uh like everybody split, right? And so my mom ended up jumping on um jumping over her her like fence wall. Uh-huh. And she landed on a cow. And <laughs> she landed on a cow. Well, that's, that's perfectly normal. Yeah, I mean, I will it's I this is a, I wonder if it's a little embellishment on my mother's part cuz she's the one who told me the story. So she lands on this cow and she's freaking out. She's saying that, "Oh, the 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 witch got me. The witch has me. The witch has." And then my uncle was like, stop yelling you're stupid like you're on a cow like come on you know but like apparently i think what happened is again because of the lack of you know resources and, and technology they didn't embalm the body uh-huh so rigor mortis and other things started happening sure yeah and she just you know the little current of electricity order was still left in there so she sat up yeah and so they thought she was a zombie or something so you were, this is, this woman is basically, you know, like El Cucuy, but you know, like a, a woman. Yeah. Your, your mom's town is a fucked up place. It, it, it they need uh, to do, they need to do like a, like a series about this town. I, I, I bet you, you can go to Mexico and find, just go into any town and probably find stuff like this. Wow. Wow. I was uh, terrified of being drafted. I didn't want to be drafted into the army. Yeah. And I was I was probably like 13 or 14 before my dad was like, dude, there's there's no draft. Like you're not <laughs> going to get drafted. It's not going to happen. Like there's no there is no draft. Yeah. There hasn't been a draft for years now. You got to you got to get over that one. <laughs> but it's like I saw some my parents were watching some kind of Vietnam documentary on PBS and I saw some of it when I was really little and it just got in there like oh my god I don't want to be drafted and have my legs blown off you know <laughs> was uh, cuz that's where my mind my mind went to the it, it was it, it still does this I still do this mm -hmm. like in my mind Everything is always going to be the worst possible case scenario. This is this is the and I think it's because if I prepare myself for that, if I'm prepared for that, that's what I'm imagining. Whatever happens, it's going to be like, oh, that was nice. Yeah. You know? yeah. Right. I uh, thankfully I, I have the same perspective, and thankfully I have not had uh, it kind of beaten. You know, like, whereas it's like, oh, you think that's the worst thing that could happen to you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, bam. You know, like, you know, not only does your legs get blown off, but so does your whistler, too. You know, like, <laughs> you know, yours whistles. Well, doesn't doesn't yours? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it sings in a beautiful operatic tenor. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah. It's so yeah. talented. Uh, oh, dude. Okay. I got one for you. All right. So um, when I was a little kid, um, I had to have been maybe nine, right? 
which makes my sister about six, right? Um, I was, I always liked to draw, right? So I was always drawing stuff, even as a little kid. And I was sitting at my desk and I was drawing and I had been drawing the whole fucking day, right? And lost time, lost track of time. And I, I looked up at the clock and it was like 10, 1030, right? And I was exhausted. I was just like, holy shit, you know, like I need to go to sleep, right? So I look around and, you know, realize it's night. I'm going to go and turn off all the lights. And I, at the time, me and my parents, we lived in an apartment, you know, in a little village. And um, um, it was a two-bedroom apartment. My parents had their room, and then me and my sister had our room, right? So me and my sister shared a room. And we, our room was right next to the kitchen. So I got up, walked into the kitchen, got some water, turned off the lights, and then came into my and her room and turned off the lights. And then um, the street lights came in through the window and shined right on one of these little dresses, uh, little dolls with the dress on. Oh, where, God. Which, like, when you lay them down, they would open and close their eyes, that deal, you know? Yeah, so they, yeah. I know what you're were, talking about. Yeah. So, like, um, it was sitting on my sister's bed and her eyes were wide open. But oh, it was, creepy, man. Creepy. But it was but it was like laying down. So I'm like, what the fuck? You know, like I'm thinking like, what the what the hell? Why is shouldn't the eyes be closed on this thing? So uh-huh. I, I'm looking at this doll, right? Now I I swear to you that this is the truth. Now I was exhausted. I'm a little kid. Uh, hell, maybe even memories playing tricks on me, but I was sitting there and I was staring at this doll and the doll turned its head. Oh God. To look at me. (sighs) This is how I remember it. This is what I saw. And I was so petrified that I could not move. I couldn't yell. I couldn't run. All I could do was very slowly turn around and walk to my bedroom, to my parents' bedroom. Yeah. And I went in there and I'm like, mom. And she, you know, my dad and her are asleep. And she's like, and I'm like, mom. And she's like, what? And I'm like, "Uh, you know, my sister's doll just moved. And she's like, Go to bed. I'm like, mom. <laughs> she call you cabron? No, she didn't. Because this is what she did next. She says, she says, what? And she gets up. She sits up in bed and she's like, what happened? And I said, this and this happened. The doll, the this and the light. And she's and so instead of like dismissing it, which is what I would do as a parent, yeah. knowing that maybe it was my son's exhaustion and his figment of uh, a figment of his imagination or whatever his mind playing tricks on all that stuff. Instead of using fucking science or <laughs> kind of common sense, she, she told me sleep in here. So, she, you know, um, in that apartment, 
the bedroom uh, was connected to a living room. So like, like my parents' bedroom was part of a living room kind of. So I slept on the sofa where they could see me, you know? And then my mother went and blessed the shit out of everything. <laughs> and just like sprinkling holy water she, on she, shit. She, she might as well have fucking stuck a spray gun on it and just fucking just because she went and she fucking blessed the shit out of everything. She called the you know she got priests to come. She got all that shit. But the first thing she did in the morning was she took all my sister's dolls. Now my sister was at one of my cousins' house. Um sleeping the night, spending the night over there, hanging out, right? Um, so my sister was not aware that this was going on. My mom took all my sister's dolls, all of them, because she didn't want the spirit to start jumping around between the dolls. She took all those dolls, threw them in one of those giant washing bins made out of tin, you know? Yeah. Them, and she burned them all. Oh, my God. <laughs> She burned them all. <laughs> and, and so you have, you have, now imagine what this looks like. All right. So now this is in the yard, right? And so it's sitting in the yard and there's like, you know, there's a doll, right? There's eyes, there's little hands, right? That look like baby hands, but not, you know. The, and, and it's on fire. And it's on fire. And then all this black smoke was coming out of it. And of course, there's cotton and fucking rubber in there. Yeah. Right. So it stinks. Yeah. And well, not only stinks, but it, it's going to make black smoke. Right. right. Yeah. But we were convinced the evil spirits were leaving the fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> not only that, but the, <coughs> there was this, this, this lady that lived next to us who kind of like wouldn't get along with anybody. She was kind of mean. And she was convinced my mom was a witch. <laughs> she saw her. Or this or because of this? Because of this. Yeah. Because of this, my mom was out there doing brujeria, you know, and <laughs> there was all this fucking black smoke. And she was, <laughs> she used to have like a thing against my mom. She never fucked with my mom after that. But, but, but like, it was just like, she was, you know, convinced my mom was a witch. And so then, um, my sister walks into this, right? And there's all this black smoke. My dolls. What are you doing with my dolls? Exactly. She's like, <laughs> she's like, why are you burning all my dolls? And she, and my mom never explained it to her. <laughs> just gives her a steely-eyed glare. And just, Go back in the house. Basically. <laughs> basically she never explains oh there's evil spirits i'm burning them i'm saving us you know i'm a hero in this story no she never did that she just said get in the house none of your business and she's like those are my fucking dolls of course it's my business <laughs> you know how old was your sister at this time she had to have been like fucking six or seven years old oh my god so it's brutal oh dude it's just dude. traumatic not only is it traumatic but it is like it is a thing that still comes up almost every like like fucking christmas hey, my you remember when you burned all my dolls yes yes it happens it like every time we like have a conversation this this story comes up and and she said that for a long time she thought mom my mother hated her Ugh. and she blamed me for it 
So there was this weird. Well, I mean, it was your fault. <laughs> well, dude, I saw a doll move, man. Like the evil spirits were in the doll. <laughs> that was that was Chucky, bro. My mom saved us, man. I hope I hope when she was like, what are you doing? What are you doing with all my dolls? And your mom was like, go back in the house. And you just gave her a look like. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> no, dude, I was I did. I was I was like freaked out by the black smoke. I'm a little and kid. Is your sister older or younger than you? She's younger than me. Okay. So right. I was a I was a little kid. I saw the black smoke. I believe that there was demons leaving the house. Yeah, yeah. You know. Cause I mean, first of all, my mom burns the dolls, right? She yeah. Does she does That's everything. bizarre. I mean, this is this this story went directions I could not have predicted. Well, the problem is is that she she didn't do the things a parent should have done. But like <laughs> You know, again, you know, she's, you know, from the. Re- it was country. reassuring in her way, <laughs> you know. Well, she saved us, right? I mean, in her she right. saved you. <laughs> you know, saved was, you from El Cucuy. From, from El Cucuy was in the doll. Uh, no, I saved you. Well, El Diablo. El Diablo was in the doll. <laughs> God. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, like, um, so you were afraid of dolls. You were afraid of dogs. I was afraid of anything. Yes, dolls, yeah. dogs. Uh, what else? The dark, el cucuy. The dark, el cucuy, and I was afraid of my dick falling off. <laughs> still, yeah. like all, I could tell all these stories all day. Yours still wins. I don't think it does. I don't think my story beats. And then my mom burned all my sister's dolls. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think any of my stories beat that. Uh, well, first of all, I mean, those are just items. Yours, there's actual there's damage, phys- physical <laughs> danger, you know, like, <laughs> well, it's not like somebody was going to take a cleaver to me, you know? No, but dude, you were, you were in command of your own fate. And if you could not control yourself, your, your pecker would have flown off. Just, you know? just dropped right off. Just <laughs> dropped. Just fallen. Yeah. I've been clean like a Ken doll. Oh, dude. That, that's how it happened in my nightmares. I'm sorry, but that's still fucking scarier. I mean, an appendage <laughs> falling off, whether it's your arm or your, you know, your woohoo or your whatever, your, <laughs> your Yahoo, like whatever. I mean, that's. Yeah. No, I can't think of any. Oh, you know, in that town too, they had a cemetery just like, like on the way out of town. Mm-hmm. And they would tell me stories that they would see like La Llorona and stuff. Like they would see the the weeping woman walking to the, the cemetery. Yeah, and it was yeah, funny, like because, Resurrection Mary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like the funny thing is, and I'm trying to remember how how this went, but like, um, somebody told me, yeah, you know, like. You know, when I was a kid, I used to see this, you know, figure walk in the cemetery all the time, you know? And then, um, and I was like, wow, that's, that's creepy, right? Legit creepy. It's, it's a creepy story. Whoa. You know? And, um, but I never thought of anything of it until, um, there's this one goofy guy that's like one of my mom's cousins. He's, uh, he was weird and he was, he was, he was funny weird. Like, he just did crazy things. Um, like, for example, one year uh, during the 4th of July, he threw jumping jacks into a moving car. Jumping jacks? Yeah, jumping jacks. Like? Like well, the fireworks. Oh, those little poppets things? Yeah, yeah, the little things that spin. Okay, yeah. 
So he took those, he lit them, he lit a whole pack and then threw it into a car. And then all you saw was like, and then like everybody in the car going, oh shit. You know? <laughs> and, uh, it, and I was, I was afraid of that moment because I was like, what if these guys get off the car and beat the shit out of us? Right. Yeah. I'm the one who's going to have to pay the price for this. Well, he, yeah. he, he laughed. He was like, ah, and I'm like, dude, they could come out of here and fucking kill us. And they're like, ah, don't worry about it. They ain't doing shit. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, you know, and he said this to me in Spanish. I'm like, nah, dude, like you should be doing this shit here. You know? And Jeez. so later on, um, he told me that all those stories that they made up or that, that they would see that someone was walking around in the cemetery. Yeah. That it was, that it was him. <laughs> 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 he would dress up <laughs> and run around the cemetery. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah that guy, <laughs> he's like a great A asshole, man. He was just, <laughs> oh, man. So like he would like, you know, he would know all these kids are coming home from school or whatever. He'd get all dressed up in white drag or whatever and run out there and walk around in the dark. <laughs> Jeez. That's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, again, I think that tops that tops that tops my stories. I uh, think no, I, I mean you, would... you got three stories in here today. You were kidnapped, <laughs> your mom burned the dolls. And then this dude dressing up and, and, and scaring people in a cemetery. I mean, that's, yeah, you win. I, you, just, uh, uh, you win. Uh, you, you I didn't being, know we were in a competition, but you win. Uh, no, we're not. But, like, you're, you're being too nice because I, I still, more all those things, not scarier than losing your pecker. Just, yeah, but I never did a knock <laughs> on wood, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. It hasn't fallen off yet. Yeah. And I've literally never had an enema. So (laughs) who does that? No, you don't do that or you will have to give you an enema. What what the fuck is that? Where does that come from? I I don't know, but I mean, obviously it was a fear for her. And she must have been. Must have been something that she was like, that's some scary shit. (laughs) Enemas, man. They're fucking scary. (laughs) Yeah. I asked her once, "What the? What is an enema?" And she just laughed. She just <laughs> laughed. She didn't tell me. She just laughed. You know, which makes me think she was joking. Like the whole time, it was some kind of weird joke for her. You know, hmm. that's hilarious. I'm trying to think of st- stuff that I'm like still afraid of. You know, mm-hmm. or, or like when I was a kid. You know, there are plenty of things that I was afraid of. Uh, like you know the the big Picasso. It, at in Daly Plaza, yeah, yeah, that big Picasso sculpture. I was terrified of that thing. What? I was absolutely terrified of it. I thought it was it's it's huge and it's kind of kind of scary looking it's, when you're little. You oh, know? okay. It's just that yeah. looks like a big skeleton with wings and like mm-hmm. a big pointy face. You know, and it scared I, the crap out of me. I get it. It's just I never even thought of that thing when I was a kid. You know what I was afraid For of? For some reason, we used to go by there all the time. Huh. Uh, like, we used to, like, transfer on the subway or something, and, and you know, that's where we would do it. I, like, we, we would be going to the library, the big, you know, the the big library downtown. Mm-hmm. My mom liked to take us there. And, uh, like, I think 
we would transfer from one from one train to another and, and it was like we had to walk up out of day out into daily plaza and like cross the plaza and go down into the next oh. like that's where we would transfer i think because just because i remember like what not a lot of people hang out at daily center you know what i mean mm. especially not kids but i mean i went i went by that thing enough that i was afraid of it that makes sense and maybe back in those days maybe they didn't have that that joining tunnel right yeah or or maybe it was like we would transfer from a train to a bus mm. or oh well although i think if i could so what that's at like like 50 washington right and like that, yeah the library maybe it's just that that's where that was the closest stop to the library because the library is not that far from there or at least did no it's not because it's the libraries i think like a little south and east of Union Station. I don't know. All I know is we went by that thing and it scared the crap out of me. I thought it was terrifying. I thought it was a big monster and it was going to eat me. I can understand that. Like you saw it enough where it was a, where it was an issue. I didn't see it all that often. I would only yeah. see it maybe on TV and every now and then. But it sounds like you saw it way more often than I ever did. <laughs> but man, stuff that I'm afraid of now, like as an adult, I don't know. The things that I'm afraid of now are just like bigger, like existential dilemmas. You know, there's not like, ah, I'm kind of afraid of heights, you know, mm -hmm. but not, not like, it's not like petrifying, you know, like uh, the, the, the big things like I'm, I'm scared of all the shit that we're all scared of, you know, like I'm scared of losing my job. You know, yeah. if I, if I lose my job, how hard is it going to be to find another one? What am I going to do? How long can I survive without one? What about health insurance? And, you know, these are these are the dilemmas that everybody in America is terrified of, you know? Yeah. And that's I, a mess. It's a mess because wh why, why are we all hanging on this, like, razor-thin margin? You know, it's bizarre. Um, there's a lot of things that I'm not afraid of anymore, I guess. Like, I, yeah, I haven't it takes a lot to make me nervous now. I, you know what I mean? You know, when it, it's kind of one of those things, like you, if you've had enough bad days in your life or, or, or one big bad day or, or something like that, like, like when, when you've lived through like the worst things that you can imagine it after that, like it's, it just gets like, what, what, who gives a fuck? Like it, it's hard to get nervous about shit, you know? Yeah. I, um, yeah, a lot of the things I'm worried about, um, like you, are, yeah, kind of like, yeah, losing my job, uh, how how would I get another one, insurance, all that stuff. But also, like, uh, like, I worry about dying and then not having something left for my family. Like, what would happen to them, you know? Cause oh, I'm, yeah. I'm the, I'm the one who brings in all the all the money, right? Uh, especially right now. I mean, my wife, you know, she's she's a third of what we make, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and her not working right now really fucking hurts. Yeah, sure. But um, but uh, we're doing okay. Like it's it's not great. Uh, but we're okay, you know. Um, the the but like if i die you know if i lose my job i might be able to get another one and hopefully yeah. hopefully fast but yeah 
It could be a year from what mm-hmm. I'm hearing sometimes for some people. Like it could mm-hmm. be a while before I can get another job. But at one point or another, I will be able to to get a job. Like right. yeah. we, live, we live in the United States. Things are not perfect, but the like so long as I I stick to it, I should be able to get something. At the very least, stay afloat. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I'm positive I won't be able to get what I'm making now. Yeah. You know, or like, or like, you know, I worry about like what about when I like am I ever gonna be able to retire? Or if I can retire, like how long can I reasonably, you know, live? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like afford afford to live. And I mean, these are things that I feel like nobody should have to worry about, you know? I um but uh we all do. Um I, I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything like weird that scares me anything I, I don't know um i worry here's the stupid things i'm worried about because these these things are are more like again worries not so much fear um i'm worried that um something will happen to the house to the point where um that there's so much damage that i, I can't fix it that it's too expensive to fix like i'm worried about that kind of stuff um like Something that happens quite often in this stupid fucking house is the yeah. <laughs> the basement gets flooded. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So like uh, that, thankfully, everything is concrete down there. And some of the things that, that does get wet can take getting wet. But um, not everything. And, you know, but I'm willing to throw away whatever gets wet. Now, mm-hmm. um, but nothing, nothing like even if that basement floods to my knees, we will be fine, you know? Sure. Um, yeah. But like the house, the, 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 the roof could have fallen, fallen on us. I, I think I've told you where like, uh, there was a situation with, where like we bought this house and we didn't realize the roof was fucked up. Yeah. And there's, there's a fucking long story there, but it, it's just like, fuck, you know, that the house could have fallen on us, you know? Yeah. Right. But I mean, all those things are just kind of, I don't know if they're unreasonable, but like to worry about or not, there's just, there's stuff that I can't really fucking do anything about until they happen, you know? Yeah. Right. But in terms of like, like retiring, I don't think that's ever going to happen, you know? And, and uh, in my head, I'm fine with it. So long as I'm doing something that I enjoy. Right. Yeah. You know, if, if it's, for example, this, like if we could mm-hmm. make this podcast, you know, profitable, you know, like that would be great. Like I could retire doing this. Yeah. That'd be great for yeah. as long as people want to listen, you know? Sure. You know, if, if I can, I don't know, maybe open a school and do jujitsu for the rest of my, you know, for the, for, for the rest of my days, that'd be great. You know, um, I don't know if that's in the cards because of fucking COVID, no. you know? Well, yeah, it's all, I, not even counting COVID. It's, it's just like retirement kind of, it's, it's one of those things that I try not to think about it too much. I, I sock away what I can sock away. You know, I, I try to stay on top of, let's say, you know, the investment that the investments that I have in, in those retirement accounts, but it's just one of those things like realistically, you're never there. There's no nest egg that's going to be big enough. You know what I mean? Nope. Not anymore. Not nope. the, just the way that that 
things cost, that healthcare costs. There's no like I'm just going to be able to save up a nest egg. It's like I you got to come up with some other some kind of individual enterprise to make sure that you're making income in your retirement. And it's like absolutely right. It's like too much to think about, man. Like there's it, well, it's like know. how are you supposed to think about these things when you have like you a have job, a family. You have a family. Job. You have a job. You know. Well, you when you have a life that you're trying to live, mm -hmm. you know. And all these things that we're talking about, they, they take a lot of education. They take a lot of time to kind right. of figure out, kind of oh, yeah. you know, get going. Sometimes they and just they're take the money. kind of things that if you're not educated about them, you can make some really bad decisions really easily, you know? Very easily, yeah. You know, you could, you could screw up the next 40 years of your life really easily. But like what you're saying, for example, 401k, right? Uh you know, at best, unless you were like one of these guys who who figured out life real fast, as soon as getting out of college, you got the job, you got the perfect yeah, job, right. and, you, and you're just feeding that 401k. Uh, unless you're that guy, which I don't think there's a lot of people like that. I think that's a very kind of no. I think I think I've read a lot of articles on this because this is one of those things where. Like every four months or somebody, something, somebody publishes a new, you know, they do studies on this stuff. And it's like, like less than 30% of, of people is in the, like the baby boomer generation, less than 30% of them have more than like two or two or $300,000 in the bank in retirement accounts. And that's like, when you start thinking about like medical care and, and all those costs, that's like. Okay, that's enough to survive for like three or four years. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. You know? You're not going to, what, you're going to live four years? Like right. you yeah. you retire at whatever age and then you're going to live four years? Come on. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you and retire so, at worst 65. Yeah. You know, but that, like, so that's like, like only 30% of baby boomers who are now, you know, retiring in droves, only like 30% of them are prepared to be retired like financially prepared to be retired. And like when, when they do the same studies for basically people in our generation, it's like even less, yep. like less than, tw less than 20% of people in our generation have anywhere near the kind of money that they really should have in. And this isn't, I'm not, I'm not saying this like chastising, like shaking my finger or anything. That's not what I mean. I mean, mm. you know, we, we haven't lived professional lives that make it easy or convenient you know, to save that kind of money, you know, uh, it's, it's not easy. It, it hasn't been easy for most of us to really save appropriately for retirement because mm. we're not making the same kind of wages that our parents made. You know, yeah. there's also more expenses than, than, and then we some, have. yeah, there's more expenses, uh, you know, like uh, the dollars worth less, you know, all, all this stuff. And then it's also like, and, and, and then you see like millennials, like less than 10% of millennials have any kind of retirement plan. And it's like all of this stuff when, so, so like, I'm just talking about this because you said like, I think most people aren't prepared for retirement. Well, yeah, we know that that's like fact, mm -hmm. like most, most Americans have no retirement plan and it's not because of, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there are plenty of like irresponsible people out there, but for the most part, it's because it's like, this is just not something that is it costs so much to live right now yeah that how am i supposed to sock away stuff sock away money for 40 years from now well, you know 
the other thing too is, is like I had a rough start for mm-hmm. my career, right? It, mm-hmm. it, and then there was the dot-com bomb, right? Yep. Plus my career wasn't really a career when I started, right? So now that I'm a web developer or now that I've been a web developer, I've only been working for, I don't know, maybe the last 16 years, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I hopped around uh, in the beginning of those 16 years. Even now, after 16 years, there's not enough in that 401k to do anything with, you know, like, like if I had to retire right now, I, that, that's, that's not enough. That's not enough for me to live. Well, and see, you couldn't because, because the way the 401k works, if you had to retire right now, you'd be screwed because you can't take money out of there until you're like 70, 70 years old. Well, even or whatever, it's like 59 and a half or something like that. Something like that. But, but at the projections that I'm, I'm make, I'm looking at right now, Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have enough, even when I'm ready to, to 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 cash out on that 401k. It's just yeah, it's just the nature of this situation. Now, why I, am yeah. like why am I putting money in the 401k if I'm not really going to like be able to take advantage of it or the way I would like? Am I saving money otherwise? Might as well just throw it in the 401k, right? But right, yeah. But I mean, this is this is the thing, like. And that's the thing that I do just uh, just out of this exact fear that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I spent so much of my 20s and a good portion of my 30s being like like money tight, you know, like just not having the income to to save or or, or whatever, you know. Um like I I short change myself like my short-term saving is is not what it should be but that's because it's like i over save for my retirement account you know because mm-hmm. it, it it's like i having been through enough rough times it's just kind of like beat this fear into my head of like when i get to a point where i can't work and and it's harder for me to make income i don't want to have to worry about not having enough so it's like i over save and so it's like, I don't, I don't save that much on like a month to month basis, mm-hmm. you know, like in the checking account, but I save a lot into the retirement accounts. And it's, beca- it's, it's a fear thing. Yeah. It's a fear thing. But you're, right? but let's, but don't forget, like you're lucky because you can put money away. Granted, yeah. you, it's not easy right. for you and you have, you have, you right. for mo- most people, literally it's just like not an option to save aggressively into retirement or save aggressively, even like for short term, like yeah. most people just don't, they, they don't make enough money in comparison with how much it costs to just be alive, yeah. you know? And, and I don't want to, I don't want to call anybody out, but like, um, there are people who have lost touch with this idea, right? They, they that are against like, uh, and I don't, again, I don't want to make it political because, you know, I, I don't like that, but, but, yeah. but it's just, there are people who, who make, who, who don't understand this reality where the rest yeah. of us are living. Like, like we're not going to be able to retire. Like you're yeah. living like some Instagram life or whatever you're right. living, you know, like, like yeah. you, or you, you got the nice cars or you're flying to wherever, but us down here, like we have to work and we might have to work till we fucking die. And, right. the, and what's yeah. fucked up is we're going to get to an age where they're not going to want us around. 
we're going to be yeah. too old to be doing the job, even if we're skilled to be do the, right. Know, yeah. Skilled enough to do the yeah. job. No, that's, uh, that's, I think a reality that we, people of our generation need to start preparing us for prepare, preparing ourselves for is a reality that, you know, we're going to get to a point where the company is, is like, you know what? We just don't need you anymore. Yeah. You know, we're, we're going to age out. Yeah. You know, and they're just, they're just going to, you know, we're, we're not going to have, I truly believe this. We are not going to have the luxury of working until retirement. Nope. We are, we are going to lose our job or something at a point at which we're not old enough to retire, but we're too old to really get another job. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I see out here and um, I have a couple of points, but one of the things I see out here is I see um, a lot of elderly working some of these store jobs. Yep. Right. And I, I had like a, I had this weird conversation with this woman who was kind of a little aggressive, a little angry. Um, and I can understand why, but maybe she was angry and that's why she's where she's at. But uh, this this woman she was like a cashier someplace and she said that she like she was like scanning milk or whatever and then she's like i used to be a this and now i'm here <laughs> and i'm like uh okay can you just tell me how much it is you know like yeah was, right it was a weird kind of crack that she had yeah and she just blurted this out out of her head i used to be this <laughs> and, and I didn't even hear what she said. It, it was like, uh, I don't know if she was like a pharmacist or who knows what she was, but it, or office worker. I don't know what she was, but because she, she said it and I wasn't ready for it. I was just looking yeah, at her right. scan my shit, you know, like, and I was like, ooh. And so I sat there and I was like, ooh. And, and it was kind of like, I think this is awkward now. Well, not only that, but it's just like, is this going to happen to gonna, me? Yeah. Well, sure. Right. Yeah. And am, am I next? Not because I'm an asshole, because I mean clearly she wasn't. Sometimes nice. sometimes these are the like thoughts that I cannot run away from, you know? Yeah. Like sometimes they just get in there mm -hmm. and you can't get them out. Yeah. You know? And my fear is I can barely afford my house now. Yeah. Right. If I end up in a situation like this, what's gonna happen to the house? What's gonna happen to the way I mm -hmm. live? You know, there's all these things like right now I have all these nice things and, and I'm lucky. I'm very, very lucky. Right. But I'm also, I'm also at that turn going over the hill, man. You know, I'm on, I'm coming down. I'm on the way down now. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and I, I could see. Yeah. We, we've all, we, both of us have already, chances are lived more than the first half of our lives. Yes. You know? Yes. Yes. Hopefully I get to live to 80 or 90 <laughs> and that could be wrong. <laughs> like, like, uh, if I get to live to 90, then I am, I am at the halfway point right now. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, uh, I don't know, man. Um, it, it's, but that's, those are the fears I have right now. That and being, you know, like the IRS. I, yeah. I also kind of fear living until I'm 90. Like not, and not just because it's like, I know I'm going to run out of money well before that, you know, mm -hmm. but like, I just, it, the idea of like living until your body doesn't work right. It, I, it scares me. Yeah. You know, like the, the idea of, um, 
just uh, like, like being, uh, like you can't take care of yourself, you know? Yeah. It, it freaks me out, you know? Or, uh, yeah. And so, so like, this is what I was talking about when I was like, now the things that we're afraid of are like deep and existential and like, you know, going to take the tone down a little bit. Right. But like, you know, like I'm afraid I, I am, especially now, dude, especially now I am terrified that I'm going to die alone. You know, that I'm going to be all alone. There's nobody going to be around. Nobody's going to care. You know, I care. Like, you know, yeah, but you'll be dead. Well, you're going to die before I do. Well, I am older, right? But chances are I probably live longer than you because, because you just put that out there in the universe. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because since I just put that out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, that's, that's one of those things that like sits in there, you know, and it's, it's, you know, one of those things where a couple of years ago, I never really thought about that, you know, and now it's like, you know, that could happen. And I don't know. Like I've seen that. I've seen plenty of people in my family who like lived into old age and like some of my family, like parts of my family, they tend to live into their nineties. And it's like people who, you know, lived to be like 93, 94 years old and, and spent the last like 50 years of their life on their own, like alone. And they seemed okay with it, but it always seemed so sad, you know? Yeah. Or, you know, like uh, the, the number of family members that I, that I have had in my life where it's like somebody found out they died because the apartment started to smell. You know what I mean? Like, because Ooh. there was nobody coming around, you know, there was nobody else. Nobody else was part of that daily routine, yeah. you know, it scares me. It scares me to think about. And it's like, now I've totally, I've, I've totally brought it down from, I, I was afraid my dick was going to fall off to, <laughs> I'm afraid I'm going to die alone and nobody's going to care. You know, it's, uh, it's just, um, this is, this has been a hell of a journey. This yeah, afraid up, of podcast you up know? and down. Yeah. Uh, that I, more than anything, like, like I said, I'm a, the real fear, like the, like, yeah, the house, this and that, but what I'm really afraid of is that I'm going to die and I don't get to see my kids grow up and I'm not going to, oh, I'm not going to be there for them to see them, to get them to where that's they need to be. That's a scary thought. That is yeah. a, that's a scary, scary thought. Yeah. You know, and how many times did you tender your parents for help and stuff, even when you were older, you know, like, I'm not going to be there for that. If that, if, if, if something happens to me. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, like, um, very, very soon after, um, my, uh, partner passed away for like the next couple of months I was in a con like I was terrified on a regular basis that something was going to happen to the boy like that the boy was gonna like like I'd I'd come downstairs one day and like there he'd be like you know same thing you know like he's he's gone like yeah gone or like he was going to get into a car accident or something like that. I was terrified. And I think that's a natural reaction. You know, I think that's, that something horrible just happened. And now I'm worried some horrible shit's going to happen to everybody else too. Yeah. You know, um, that, but, sounds, uh, that sounds like a natural reaction. It really does. You know? Uh, yeah. And uh, like, I think I'm kind of past that now, but 
No, I, yeah, it's the, kind of like the same kind of thought though. Like I, I, yeah, I'd be afraid, you know, if I had little, little kids, you know, that would, that would keep me up at nights, at least sometimes, you know, the kind of anxious guy I am, you know, like, uh, that would scare me. The, the whole idea of, of leaving them on, you know, leaving them to, to kind of make their own way without you. Yeah. It's a scary thought. I, um, yeah, sometimes I try not to let that set in because I, I think about it a lot. It's one of those things, you know, cause it's like, I'm not a young guy, you know, uh, I, I don't, I don't have the luxury. Yeah. Well, no, it's like, I, I, I think about that, you know, I, so I'm 42. Uh, I had, at least, you know, one of my uncles died when he was 54, mm-hmm. you know, uh, another one of my uncles died when he was, I think like 61 or 62 you know like it it it, it, that doesn't scare me as much like i because in a lot of ways i would rather that happen i would i would rather like some sudden thing takes me out when i'm kind of at the top of my game Mm -hmm. i would rather that than you know have like the the diapers and catheter and, and wheelchair years, you know? Yeah. I mean, all I ask from fate is to give me 10 more years, 10 more years. My son will be. Well, seven. Now, you, you, now that you said you just made a bargain. Yeah. You made a bargain. You set your own time limit. Like 55. <laughs> you said it. You just set your own time limit, your Got expiration it. date in 10 years, 10 years from today. Good job. Good job. Fuck. What can I do in 10 years? You better, you better make it worth it. <laughs> make up for lost time. Yeah. Dressed up, dress up like a, like a, like a ghost in drag and walk around yeah, go, in the cemetery. Go to the, uh, the, what, what is it? The American girl store where they have all the dolls. You just burn the store down. <laughs> you know? There you go. Yeah, and burn, burn, burn all the dolls, all of them, not just the ones in the house, all of them. None that's of them. The next ten years, you're 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 the doll burner. Yeah, that's, well, that's your identity. Well, that no no dolls should have eyes that close open and close, man. They should they should be painted no. on. Yeah, they, that's uh, so many toy toys have been made that should never have been made, and the <laughs> dolls that have the little eyes that pop open and they have, no, I mean. How did they not know that was a nightmare? Like, how did they build that thing? They prototype it and they're like, see, and if you lean it back, the eyes pop open and they didn't, whoever designed that and didn't automatically start having nightmares was a monster, a monster. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) So um, I have... I have one last um, thought, and this goes back right. to kind of like uh, the shit we were talking about before. So, like when I was growing up, uh, I think I explained this to you in the in a text. When I was growing up, my mom would frequent one of these joints. They call them botanicas, right? And they're just <laughs> okay. They're they're basically. Like an herbalist, right? An herbalist, yes, but yeah. they usually. Delt. Like you ever go into the herbalist shops in Chinatown? Yes, I have. And this yeah, is yeah. this is the Mexican version of that, right? So you go to yeah. the botanica or the herbalist shop 
And they, and a lot of them had, you know, like, you know, the herbs and, and the, the hocus pocus. And they got some, some charms that you can wear that give you strength, power, make you last longer in bed, et cetera. Do they have the baseball caps with the roosters on them? No. What are you talking about? Oh, that's a big thing in some of the communities out here around me. They have baseball bats that have like a huge rooster on them. It's a big, it, it's a Mexican thing out here. I don't like saying it like that because I feel like it's inappropriate. Racist. It's racist. But, <laughs> but like, that's a big, that's, that's a big deal. A lot of guys like walking around in, in hats that have like, they're, they're baseball bats or baseball caps. Uh-huh. And it's just like a big white rooster on the front of it, like a logo, like a rooster, like that's. Oh, you you made it sound like it was a giant toy stuff. No, it's not like a not like a rooster hat. It's like <laughs> a hat with the picture of a rooster on it. Oh, you know, it's probably like some kind of like brand or something. No, it's not a brand. It's it's a it's a it's a it's team? just like a thing. It's a thing. No, it's it's I don't know. You gonna make me fucking like the, go look the this rooster, up. like 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 the rooster is like a, a symbol of strength or something. I don't know. <laughs> you explained this to me once. I told you about these baseball caps, and you were like, "Oh yeah," and like like Micho Akan, they think the rooster is like a symbol of strength or something like that. You explained it to me. I did. It yes. sounds like the symbol yes. of strength. Maybe maybe I just made some shit up to. <laughs> <laughs> to like get your fingernail clippers <laughs> yeah. on Sunday, yeah, to get yeah. me to get you to stop t- asking me for nail like, clippers. <laughs> just, just to be like, stop asking me about Mexican stuff. I'm not, like, I'm not King Mexico. What? Yeah. You know? Well, hold on. So anyway, going back to the botanica. <laughs> yeah. So the botanica. So yeah. The, the botanica. They had. They have. They have all the this witchcraft stuff, right? So like, you can go in there. They have like candles to all the saints, right? Which you can find at Jewel nowadays, but like you have candles of all the saints, even the ones you've never even heard of. Like, wow, you get you know people that don't even deserve a candle, get a candle, like, <laughs> you know. So like, and then they have like the scary black ones. They got the black ones, and that's like dark magic, right? And so then like uh, the person at the t- at the at the front desk is always. Of course, you know, because they're selling this stuff, right? They're they're always like the well-versed person in all the magics, right? So they can read cards to you. They can read their palm. They can like fucking, you know, throw <laughs> Throw shit in a cup and read your future. All this weird, yeah, like like voodoo, Santeria kind of stuff. Yes, yeah. yes. And so, like, and one of the things that they would offer at these stores are uh, a lavada. You know what a lavada is? No. Well, like Fill me maybe, in. maybe you do, but like basically, what they do is if if you get the eye, el ojo, if someone gives you el ojo or el mal ojo or the evil eye. Is because someone like cursed you somehow, right? And and uh, I'm not 100 percent sure how this works, but apparently it could be as simple as someone looking at you and lusting after you, or wishing bad at, for uh, for you, or it could be someone actually went through a spell and casted it on you, right? So like, there's different ways to do this, right? But but if you have el mal ojo, if you have ojo, then you go to one of these places. And they will do what they call a lavada, and a lavada. <laughs> it's like it, an exorcism. It's it's kind of like a little exorcism. It's is what they do is they take an egg, 
and they wash your body with the egg. So they rub your body with this egg. Now, I have heard different accounts about how this is done. And uh, I kind of want to go have this done now. Well, I'm going to warn you, uh, they should be able to do it to you with your clothes on. Oh, balls. Uh, If they ask you to take your clothes off, uh, I would wonder about what they're up to. (laughs) So anyway, clothed or not, they take this egg and they rub it all over your body, right? And depending on how the story goes or depending on how the story goes or who's casting the magic or whatever or the belief, right? Because there's different things you're supposed to do. I One thing I heard that you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take the egg and then bury it because you don't want that evil to escape, right? So <laughs> I love it. I love everything about this. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing... The other thing is um, you're supposed to crack it open because then when you crack it open and this supposedly happened to somebody I know because somebody like you're not supposed to um, uh, in Spanish, they say chuliar. You're not supposed to kind of like say a kid is so cute. Like you're not supposed to give too much attention to a kid because then Mm. you uh, you cast the eye on them. Right. Without. Uh, Okay. One of the ways to disperse the eye is by touching their head. But if you don't, if you give a kid a compliment or you, you let you lias, you know, you do all that and you don't disperse the eye off of them when you, you, you're supposed to touch their head. If you don't touch their head and disperse the magic, then they get cursed and they start getting sick. Right. And so they get really sick and no doctor, no doctor can, can fix this. You have to go to El Brujo. Wow. This sounds very Polish. Yes, I, it sounds very Polish. Of course, because they come from the mother countries, is, man. This yeah. is where all this stuff comes from, right? So, wow, it's not an American thing. Americans don't sit around and think about this shit. You got internet, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> they don't have no fucking internet in the mountains of can't, Mexico. You can't be too nice to your kids because then they'll get cursed. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Don't, don't don't say nice things to your kids. You'll curse them. Well, to your kids or other people's kids. Or other people's kids. Just do everything. Make make the kids feel miserable. It's safer. No, don't look at them. You're not supposed to look. Don't at even them. look at them. Yes. Don't, don't acknowledge them. They're not real. <laughs> They're figments of your imagination. Yeah. They don't deserve attention. Yeah. But so, like, so then um, this supposedly happened to somebody in my family that I know, you know? And uh, they had to, he got very sick. He was a baby at the time. He got very, very sick. And so the only thing we could do to fix this is we couldn't go to the hospital, but he was very sick. So we had to take him to El Curandero, right? And the Curandero said, oh, he's got the eye, right? Of course, I'm translating, right? But, oh, he's got the eye. We have to wash him, right? So they put naked baby on a table and they wash him with the egg, right? <laughs> they and wash so him with an egg. They take the egg and they rub it all over his body. <laughs> and then they turn and so it's like what the egg is like absorbing the, the, the evil, evil spirits. The evil intentions or the okay. eye. Okay, all right, all right. Is this so, like a chicken egg? Can it be any kind of egg? Can it be like a duck egg, maybe from, an ostrich egg? From my understanding, it 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 it's only a chicken egg, but I'm assuming that if it's maybe like a big person, maybe you need a bigger egg. So maybe an ostrich egg or something, but okay. All right. But I don't know. I'm not an expert at this. I just, I'm just 
just telling you, I'm relaying the story. So All this, right, go on. So this person, they, they, you know, they take baby person, they wash them with the egg, right? And then they take the egg after they have captured all the eye out of him, right? And they decide to find out who was the culprit because they did not know that this baby had eye and they did not know who it came from. So they crack open the egg and then when the egg falls in the in the bowl, you can see the face of the person that casted the eye. <laughs> I think I'm afraid of Mexico now. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is I mean, I would like to think that they have modernized and, and they don't believe in any of this shit anymore, but who knows? I kind of want to have this egg thing done though. You go to a botanica. Tell them you 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 you've been you've had you have I've the, got the eye. Yeah, I've got the ojo. Yeah, you you tell them you went to go see uh your your grandma or your grandfather or somebody and they and they uh they they gave you too much uh love without touching your head. <laughs> uh, yeah, nobody touched my head and I've got all this love on me. I got all this all this I need, ojo. I need, I got all this love on me and I know that it's gonna be pulling in the eye. So can you rub me down with an egg? <laughs> I, I need I need an egg rub down. Can you do that for me? I I would love to go into a store and ask for this, dude. We should do this. We should like do a fucking hidden camera. We thing. should do like an ojo bang bang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I would love that, but I don't have the courage to do that. <laughs> no, I don't think I. I think I. I don't think I have the courage for this either. It was, it's oh just, man, now nah, I'm afraid of the ojo. No, no, but I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> now what's the ceremony called again? It's called. Uh, they just called. They just call it a lavada, like just the lavage. Okay, like, All right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Or, or you know, it's just, it's just a word. It's not a, it's, it's not, not a, a name. Whole, yeah, you know. So like, yeah. it's like a washing, like you know, like right. You know, you you would say, la, me puedes lavar con un huevo, or you can, you know, or un, me puedes dar un lavado. I would love to huevo. go in, go into some like botanica and ask for this and, and say that. And it's like the one place where they're like, I, you want me to wash you with an egg? What? Yeah, it's the, the one. <laughs> it's the one place with like the the college kid who's right. who's only yeah. there because the parents own the place, and right. they're like. Yeah. Get Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I think I have to call the police. I think you're asking me for something inappropriate. You know? <laughs> oh, that would be. <laughs> no, no, it's perfectly normal. You just take an egg and you rub it all over my body. This is, this is, there's nothing. I'm not asking for anything weird here. <laughs> yeah. I have an evil spirit in me. I need you to take I it have, out. <laughs> I have an evil spirit in me. People were too nice to me. And now I have an evil spirit and I need you to rub me with an egg until the evil spirit goes in the egg. Okay. <laughs> is, is that really so weird? Yes. Is that really seriously? Uh, you Fine. Also, I'll go somewhere else. You also need to find out who the person is. Right. So like we need to get the egg and crack it open and see who that was. See who it was or yeah. bury the egg in the ground. Or bury the Well, I mean, it depends. Like, do you know who it is? Because if you don't, then we should crack open the egg and see the Polaroid that's inside. On yeah. The, right. on the, but what on happens the when you crack? So if you crack open the egg, doesn't that just release all the evil spirits that you trapped in the egg? Look, man, I don't have the rule book for this stuff. I just know that you can do this <laughs> stuff. I'm not even sure how well the depiction is on the yolk. Like, I don't know if there's color. 
if it's just, just all yellow with a black line, you know, like that, I, I don't know how good the camera is on the egg that 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 captures the okay, the, all right, the identity of Fair the eye caster. Fair enough. Fair no. enough. <laughs> so next time we get together, you're gonna rub me with an egg, and we're gonna see who who's casting evil on me. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna go find you an old grandma, an old Mexican grandma. I have them do it to you. That that works just as well. <laughs> That's fine. I wonder if we can just like schedule an appointment. There's <laughs> like a whole cottage industry around this. Like there's an app. There's a Levada app. <laughs> the Levada like app. Levada app. The, right. and, and, schedule my door to door Levada. And the and the and the logo is just an egg. Just an egg. <laughs> it's just it's an a, egg with an eye on it. Oh, an egg with an eye on it. Dude, this is fire, bro. We should fucking. <laughs> we just we should make that app. Yes, yeah. we should make that app. Schedule make your appointment app. now. <laughs> <laughs> we go around rubbing eggs on people. I'm fine with it. Hey, dude, you know like, what if what if this is how we get our retirement plan going, bro? There's yeah, this is our retirement income, dude. Ex, 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 existential drum, existential uh, dread is gone now, bro. We've we've exercised we've solved, it. We've solved the independent income dilemma. Yes, at least for ourselves. We're, we're going to make millions of dollars on a Levada app. The Levada that's what, app. That's, that's what we're going to do. It's yeah. going to be it's going to be like the Uber of Lavadas. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like yes. you get people sign up to be the, the 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 washer people. Yeah. And then, you know, people with the eye on them seek them out through the app. Yes. It's going to be huge. I oh, mean, yeah. it's going to be it'll be in every city. Oh yeah. I guarantee you we're going to have VC con contacting us the moment that you publish <laughs> this episode. They're just going to be knocking down the doors. I will invest a billion dollars in your Levada app. I'm like, right I'm gonna, now. I'm going to start programming right now, bro. I'll start writing it. Yeah. Yes. Start writing my script. <laughs> the Levada app. Dude, I know we're playing around. But I kind of want to make this. <laughs> go, go make. Go ahead. Go make your Levada app. Go ahead. No, dude, go this, do it, dude. This this is this is a fucking uh, a nightmare waiting to happen, bro. Because I mean, like, oh, yeah. How many how many pervs are you gonna go to the house and you're gonna be like, okay, you need to take all your clothes off so I can get the egg working? You know, like, oh, this is a liability nightmare. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. No, this is this is not a smart idea, <laughs> which is all the more reason we have to do it because we make so much money. <laughs> what if we could make like a Lavada plug-in for Uber so you can get an Uber while you're in the Uber and you get your egg wash. Yeah. Die off you and then you get where you're going and it's like two birds, one stone, you know? Dude, and you don't understand the power of, of getting an egg wash. Like getting the egg like done to you, like especially like on a regular basis, like keeps your fucking aura all nice and shiny, bro. So like, is this something I could just do for myself? Like I can just like rub an egg on myself and like bury it in the yard and it'll take the spirits away? I I, I think uh not that you, I have all that many people paying me compliments that I would have the eye on me, you know, but uh, well, I mean, the the uh, the egg washing does more than just remove eye. Like, if you've had a lot of like negative things happen to you recently, supposedly the egg will will remove <laughs> the negative energies that you're attracting, and it'll, and it'll get rid of your athlete's foot too. <laughs> <laughs> you just suck the athlete's foot right it, out of your toes. Yes, yes, it's a it's a catch all, right? I mean, it, it removes cancer. Uh, 
It does not remove <laughs> cancer. I'm just playing. It does not do that. I'm just playing. Doesn't <laughs> no, solve. Doesn't does no. Nothing does that. Doesn't solve athlete's foot either. You have to wash your feet. Just no. <laughs> yeah, you but, still have to wash your feet. Doesn't matter how many times you rub an egg on your toes. Still gotta wash your feet. <laughs> but yeah, but like yeah, this this down. This is. Uh, I can't. We can't make. I mean, we can't. It's just obviously it's, not. It's well, I want to. <laughs> I want to. Well, on that note, yes, <laughs> I think I think we've reached the end. I think we have because We're, you're seriously considering writing a Lavada app. <laughs> I think we know that that this is the end right I, here. I, I this think. Is, I there's think so. no. Yeah. There's no point in going on from here. Yeah. I mean, the, making an app for witch doctors is just, yeah. Yeah. We've gone too far. <laughs> it's just, it, yeah. Yeah. We, we, we plowed straight ahead into bad idea territory and we're, we're going with it. We're running with it. Yeah. So. Okay. So you, you <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. That's you want to, you want to, you want to call it quits then? <laughs> I, I think, I think we got to call it an end. Because right. now I'm going to be sitting here thinking about all these things that I'm afraid of now, and I'm supposed to get to sleep tonight at some point. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to be thinking. Uh, about I, I'm. I'm going to have a nightmare tonight about the little match girl coming to take me away, and then my dick falling off. Like that's that's what's going to happen in my dreams tonight. Okay, so like, if you got the egg wash, those dreams would stop happening. You would remove well, where, where where am I going to get an egg wash in the next two hours? Dude, you live in a Mexican community for some reason. You're like, why can't you find a little old lady that does Not this stuff? Not anymore. I thought well, you did. Well, yeah, I, yeah that, that'll be great. I'll just go walking down the street. Hey, can, can you do a Lovata for me? They'll be like, no? yes, okay, how about you? You want to do a Lovata? Can you, can you wash me with an egg, please? They'll probably be yes, I'll just, I'll just go door to door. I'll just knock the door, knock on the doors and be like, you do Lovatas here? And they'll be like, yeah, yeah let me get that'll, my grandma. That'll go great. I'm yeah, sure yeah, will. Come here, Grandma. Grandma's right here. She'll Gra she'll do it for you. Yeah, she'll come in your house and bless it too. Yeah. So anyway, all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right. And on that note, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, not my cousin Dan, for coming on uh, <laughs> and sharing your fears. <laughs> feel like not our best episode ever but i definitely laughed a lot this time i think i think we started off strong and then we just kind of veered off into weird we yeah we we twirled and whirled yeah. yeah yeah all right well so. that is it for today thank you not my cousin dan and thank you guys so much for listening we'll catch you next time The song you're listening to is titled Big Feast, and it's by Toby Tranter. You can find that and more music just like it at Epidemic Sound. If you're interested in Epidemic Sound, make sure you use my referral link in the description so that the show gets a nice little kickback for every purchase or sign-up you make. I, I so badly want to make the Lavada app. I might just call it the Brujo app, you know? But, uh, you know, imagine that you get your own uber magic person to come to your house and, you know, enchant your house or dechant your house or whatever the words are. If you like this episode, make sure you head on over to the where I have more of this kind of stuff, along with a store where you can purchase some of the stuff I make. You get yourself a 
coffee cup with a logo on it, a duvet cover, maybe a banner, you know, like for your gym, if you want to put a banner up in your gym. Or, uh, I'm working on more art. Eventually, I'll get more stuff in there and I'll let you know. You can find us on Instagram as The Flow Roll, where I put more nonsense and videos and all kinds of other things. So check that out. And if you want to help out the show, make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share, tell your friends, tell your parents, uh, tell everybody, tell everybody, tell your grandma in case she wants to get on the Lavada app. And uh, yeah, make sure you do that. Thanks so much for listening, people. Love you. Catch you later. Bye.